Hi. Okay, hello. Um, so this is gonna be a little mini-series because I originally wanted this just to be, you know, like, scary stories and stories to tell. But Nevaeh was like, no, it would be kind of cool if we told up life stories and, like, stuff about us. So I'm gonna be making a mini-series called the Scary Story Mini-Series. And I'm gonna read scary stories off from random websites that I find with scary stories on them. So, you're in for a treat. Okay. Um, bye for now. Unless you choose to watch, read, listen to the next segment, which is going to be a scary story. Okay. This is the intro, so... Okay, this is awkward. Okay. Hi. Um, I had like half of the episode recorded, then I closed it for like three seconds to do something, and it didn't save. So here we go, attempt number two. So this is the first actual episode, I believe. Yeah. So I'm going to be reading off a scary story, and I pulled one up ahead of time. So let's get to reading. Um, so this one is called... And this one takes place, um, no, wait, I'm going to change this. Um, <laughs> I'm going to take a, like, two-minute interlude. So, one sec. Okay, so I found one, finally. Okay, so this one is by David Emery, and it's titled The Lick Hand. The Licked Hand. A young girl named Lisa often had to spend time alone at night, as her parents worked late. They bought her a dog to keep her company and protect her. One night, Lisa was awakened by a dripping sound. She got up and went to the kitchen, kitchen to make sure the tap was off. As she was getting back into the bed, she stuck her hand under the bed and the dog lifted it. The dripping sound continued, so she went to the bathroom and made sure the tap was turned off there, too. She went back into her bedroom and stuck her hand under her bed and the dog licked it again but the dripping continued so she went outside and turned off so she went outside and turned off all the faucets out there she came back into the bed stuck her hand under it and the dog licked it again the dripping sound continued trip 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 this time she listened and located the source of the dripping it was coming from her closet she opened the closet door and found her poor dog hanging upside down with its neck cut. Am written... I bothering you? Uh, no. With its neck cut, written on the inside of the closet door, humans can lick too. I found it. Okay. That was interesting. Okay, so I'm going to be reading out another scary story on a different... Okay. That was an interesting one. Um, that's a pretty common one, really. So. Okay, hello. So we are going to be reading another one. Who's that hiding in the back seat? Again, by the David guy from the last one, David Emery. One night, a woman went out for drinks with her girlfriends. She left the bar fairly late at night and started driving home on the deserted highway. She noticed a pair of headlights in a rearview mirror approaching the pace, 
approaching at a pace just slightly quicker than hers. As the car pulled up behind her, she glanced and saw the turn signal on. The car was going to pass when it suddenly swerved back behind her, pulled up dangerously close to her tailgate, and flashed its lights. Now she was getting nervous. The lights dimmed for a moment, and the bright, then the brights came back. Came back on, and the car behind her surged forward. The frightened woman struggled to keep her eyes on the road. Finally, she turned onto the exit. The car continued to follow, flashing its lights periodically. Through every step, light, and turn, the car followed her until she pulled into her driveway. She figured her only hope was to make a mad dash into the house and call the police. As she jumped out of the car, so did the driver in the car behind her. Not and he screamed, lock the door, call the police, call 911. When the police arrived, the horrible truth was finally revealed. The one, the woman, to the woman, the man in the car had been trying to save her. As he pulled up behind her and the headlights illuminated her car, he saw, he saw the silhouette of a man with a butcher knife rising up from the back seat. Okay, that was interesting. There's more, actually. Okay. Hey, yeah, that was it. That was nice, actually. Okay. So... Thank you for listening. And there'll be another segment after this. Okay, hello. So background noise, common. Okay, um, so we're going to be reading... Uh, let me get it. The thing loves me. We're going to be reading Some Things Are Bef- Best Left Unseen. Okay, so here we go. Some things are best left unseen. Aren't you glad you didn't turn on the light? Okay. So, here we begin. Uh, Some things are left better unseen. Two doormates in college were it's the same two doormates in college were in the same science class. The teacher had just reminded them about the midterm the next day. When one doormate the next day when one doormate, let's call her Julie, got into invite got invited to a party by the hottest guy in school. The other doormate, Meg, had pretty much no interest in going, and being a diligent student took notes on the material that would appear on the midterm. After spending her time flirting with her date, Julie was totally unprepared for the test. At the end of the day, Julie spent her hours getting ready for the party, while Meg started studying. Julie just Julie tried to get Meg to go, but Meg was insistent that she needed to study and pass the test. Julie went to the party. What are you doing? <laughs> Julie went to the party and at the same time and at and had the same time back to her, her Julie went to the party and at the same time of her life with her date and had the time of her life with her date. 
She headed back to the dorm around 2 a.m. and decided not to wake Meg. She went around the bed nervous about the midterm, and she decided she would wake up early to ask Meg for help. In the morning, Meg was lying on her stomach, apparently sound asleep. Julie rode over, rolled over to reveal Meg's terrified face. Julie was concerned. Julie, concerned, turned on the desk lamp. Meg's study stuff was still open and had blood all over it. Meg had been slaughtered. Julie, in horror, fell to the floor and looked up to see on the wall in Meg's blood. Aren't you glad you didn't turn on the light? Okay, so instead of, like, you know, adding the dramatic intro, I'm just going to read another one straight out of it because, you know, that's it done. Wait, no, never mind. Okay, that was another interesting one. Okay, thank you for listening. Okay, hello again. <laughs> um, so you're going to be reading Strange Burial. These are all going to be by the same person for now. I will say when it's a different person. Um, my great-great-grandmother, ill for quite some time, finally passed away after lying in a coma for several days. My great-great-grandfather was devastated beyond belief, and she was his one true love. They had been married for over 50 years. They were married so long, it seems as if they knew each other, knew each other in most thoughts. After the doctor pronounced her dead, my great-great-grandfather insisted she was still alive. He had to, they had to pry him away from his wife's body so that they could ready for a burial. Back in those days, they had a backyard they had backyard burial plots, and did not drain the body of its fluids. They simply prepared a proper coffin and buried the body in its coffin, in its permanent resting place. Throughout this process, my great-great-grandfather persisted so fiercely that he had to be sedated sedated and put into bed finally his wife is buried the night he walked to a horrific vision of his wife hysterically trying to scratch her way out of the coffin he phoned the doctor immediately and begged to have his body his wife's body exhumed the doctor refused but my great great grandfather had this night has had this nightmare every night for a week each time frantically begging for his wife to be removed from the grave finally the doctor gave in and together with the local authorities Together with local authorities, exhumed the body. The coffin was pried open. And to everyone's horror and amazement, my great-great-grandmother's nails were bent back and there were and they were bloody. Scratch marks inside the coffin. Okay, so that was Strange Burial. I have to say that for myself, Strange Burial. Okay, hello. So we are going to be reading Attack of the Hookman. Um, so, let's begin. A teenage boy drove his date to a dark... A teenage boy drove his date to a dark and deserted lover's lane for a make-out session. After turning on the radio for a movie music, he leaned over and began kissing the girl. A short while later, the music suddenly stopped and an announcer's voice came on a urgent, in an urgent tone that, a that had a convicted murder had just escaped from the, insane from the state insane asylum, which happened to be very, not be, that hap just, which happened 
to not be very far away, and that anyone who noticed a strange man lurking about with a hook in place of his right hand should immediately report his whereabouts to the police. The girl became frightened and asked to be taken home. The boy, feeling bold, locked all the doors and said, assuring the state that they would be safe, attempted to kiss her again. She, came be she became frantic and pushed him away, insisting that they leave. The boy finally jerked the car into gear and it spun its wheels as he pulled away. When they arrived at the girl's house, she got out of the car, reaching too close to the door, and began to scream. Uncontrollably, the boy ran to her side, seeing what was there dangling. The door handle was a bloody hook. Okay. So, that one wasn't very scary, and it was the shortest of the bunch, but, yeah, that's it. Okay, thank you. Okay, um, so, I'm going to have to reread this. I read it before, but this will be a less, you know, stuttery. A girl, a missing boyfriend, which is chapter six. Okay. A girl and her boyfriend were making out in his car. They parked in the woods so no one could see them. When they were done, the boy got out to pee and the girl waited for him in the safety of the car. After waiting five minutes, the girl got out of the car to look for her boyfriend. Suddenly, she saw a man in the shadows. She jumped back into the car and was starting to drive away when she heard a very faint squeak, squeak, squeak. This continued for a few seconds before the girl decided she had no choice but to drive off. She hit the gas as hard as possible but couldn't go anywhere because someone had tied a rope from the bumper of the car to a nearby tree. The girl slammed the, the gas again. Suddenly, she heard a loud scream. She got out of the car and saw that her boyfriend was hanging from the tree. The squeaking noises were coming from his, from his shoes grazing across the top of the car. Okay, so yeah, that was short, under a minute, but yeah, bye. <laughs>